Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What up, everybody? 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. You listen to me, Mitchell Finley. Good morning, Brian. How do you do? What up, brother? How you doing, man? What's uh, going on? Uh, I'm good, man. The vibe... At the station, like, everything was cool. We're just talking football, talking about how, I mean, Patrick Mahomes might be the MJ to Josh Allen's Mm -hmm. Carl Malone or Charles Barkley. I think there's a good, like, Brady-Manning comp developing here. Just want to talk ball with the boys. We got our Ravens insider joining us at 1030. John Kimes coming on at noon. And then just the world flipped upside down. Landfill Drab damn near got in a fist fight. Jeff ain't got close to a fist fight. Jeff's accusing Brian of stealing his style. I Jeff mean, is, Jeff is just full of crap. Jeff is full of crap. I wearing flannels cannot be one person's style, Jeff. That's he, every Jeff person's style. I, I'm stealing his style. I don't wear t-shirts every day. Jeff the, does. The dude on the paper towels is wearing a flannel. Like the whole world wears flannels. <laughs> Jeff man. wears. I'm just saying. Nobody was wearing flannel to the station. Till I started wearing it. That's a lie. That's the a black, lie. The red, it, you know why? Because the gray. it was damn that was calling 80 me degrees. Debo. When it got when it no, got a little, it, it wasn't eighty degrees. When it got cold, we've been dude, when it gets cold, hey, you wear hey, flannels. Look, I know y'all want to team up against me. I'm not taking it today. You, you, you stole you my style. Oh, well, I didn't on. steal your style. I had flannel five, way before. Five shots couldn't drop me. I took it and smiled. All right, dude, you ain't too pop. Let's also <laughs> clarify: Are your headphones broken? What are you doing? They leak no, oil. No, I got to go back to the car and get my actual headphones because I left them there. Those leak seat. oil. Nothing like hitting the ground running <laughs> on a Monday morning that Jeff has to go back to his car. Hey, but this is the thing, JP. Hold on, Jeff. I'm ready. Let's get to the uh, – you're clearly not if you have to go back to your car and get your headphones. But I can still do the show with these. I'm not even going to go You look like a 1940s telephone operator when you called in and they had to, like, connect you to somebody else. I missed the telephone, man. Landfill. What happened with you and Trab, dude? I'm talking to CK, trying to get my clusters busted, and Landfill, I just hear, like, legit screaming. Excuse me? Pause. We walked in here, and Jeff said, oh, man, it feels great in here today, the temperature. And so Drab immediately turns around and starts messing with the thermostat. I'm just like, don't, you know, don't do that. 
You're leaving in two minutes. Let the people who are coming in deal with that. Definitely didn't say don't do that. That was B, what what level of yelling was that? Because I think it was damn near a ten out of ten. It's just laughing. Whenever he gets upset, that's how he thinks. Ah, he only hits that volume. But I, that's, I, that's but a, it was, it I tell was you what, all that's about a, the same thing that we've been discussing for years. The temperature does yeah, cause and, a lot and, of trouble. But I, I didn't I didn't understand it. I didn't have any problem with it. With the temperature. Yeah. I you know what? I'm dressed for the cold now. So we're good. All right, let's get down to business. I'm just saying, like, if if you're about to leave a room and somebody else is coming in, you don't say, you know what, I think on my way out, I'm just going to start messing with the lights. If your four hours are over and right. someone's four hours are about to begin, maybe let them figure it, it out. That's, what, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, maybe Landfill and Drab should fight February 2nd. Ooh. Ooh. I like main event. Ooh. There you go, Jeff. Now you're a promoter. Yeah. About time you came up with a good idea. <laughs> Um, I think we go reverse chronological order of the games this weekend. And man, divisional weekend is the best weekend of football we get. Um, last night was the capper, obviously chiefs bills, just a fantastic game. There's so much to unpack from it. Um, but you got to start with, I, you know, I don't know that the Bills are going to get past the Chiefs, man. I don't know. We'll talk Ravens next uh, week. We'll talk about next week in a few minutes. But I, the Chiefs are, oh, Mahomes can't win on the road. Really? That's a lie. Listen, the thing of it is this. When people talk about, oh, he hadn't been on the road. You know why he hadn't been on the road? Because he's been so damn good. Because they win at home. And then when he goes on the road, what you better do is you better not have players. You better make sure everybody on your team is on, on point. Because if you give him a chance, he's going to score on you. In the last game where they ended up winning, with that, and, uh, with the kid was offsides, they scored to win the game, right. basically. Now, last night, you give him the ball back, and he's going to go score on you. Like, it even, happens. Even if, the dude, even if Bass had made the kick, it would have been Pat getting the ball with a minute and a half and two timeouts left. Yeah. See, the, In a tie game. The thing about it is this. We are so... And I said this a while ago. You remember when they had that great game when Josh and then Pat was going at it and the NFL felt so obligated to damn Buffalo, they changed the rules. I said it then, okay? You make the plays when you're supposed to. But we are so hungry to crown somebody else the next guy that we make rules, we do all kinds of stuff. Until you top him, he's still the guy. Well, Dude, I don't know if you felt this way. I get kind of the country rooting for the Bills, right? Like, Buffalo went to four Super Bowls, lost them all. They've never won a Super Bowl. It never stopped snowing up there. I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but life in Buffalo seems kind of miserable all winter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I understand why people want to root for the Bills. Why? I, I, I wasn't. Dude, I mean, I bet on KC. I was chilling. But mm-hmm. um I, I think Jim Nance and Tony Romo do a really good job. I think they're really good at bringing in Gene Steratore, the rules official. Mm-hmm. I think they do it. I think those two do the best job of asking him to weigh in on, on rules situations, right? Mm-hmm. But throughout that game, it sure as hell seemed like Romo was just rooting for the Bills and Josh Allen. I don't know if you felt that way, but that's how Let, I felt. Let's be real, man. Romo has been a consummate underdog. And That's he's true. always cheered for the underdog. He is no different than society. Society always, we all say we want somebody else in there because we're tired of somebody winning. 
I don't think that way. I've always felt if you're damn good enough to constantly be like the Patriots, people would hate on the Patriots. I never hated on the Patriots because you know what? They have found a way to make sure they can get everybody up to be able to play. No, it wasn't always on Tom. Tom had help too, but you're supposed to. That's why you have a 53-man team. It's not for one guy to get it done. But why is it that so many people hate on the guy that do everything they need to do to win? I don't think people hate on him. I think there's a weird space here that we don't reach very often where people were rooting for Buffalo but not against Casey. I think people are still happy right, listen, man, for Mahomes. If you listen to conversation and you listen to all the remarks, when a team gets so – Michael Jordan, let's go, and the Bulls were winning all the time, there were a slew of people who wanted Michael Jordan them not to be there all the time, wanted to win. Because people do not dedicate themselves to something. They don't like the others that do it. Why? Because it makes us look bad. But I've always cheered for, listen, man. Well, Andy's also your guy. I mean, you got a a horse in this race. Yeah, but no, no, no. I'm just talking about overboard. I'm not just talking about when it comes down to Kansas City. But I've always had a, a great feeling for when you get involved with something and you win it all the time, why not admire that? If we all just took a little bit more time to dedicate ourselves to something, we would be better at what it, what it is. But we expect others to fail around us so we can feel better about ourselves. No. Get off your ass and do a little bit more, and maybe you'll get there instead of expecting somebody else to fail to give you some satisfaction. Josh Allen and his crew, and and, and, and I hate even saying that because Josh played well. They're, it's not like they didn't put the yeah, – I mean, but, they but, just no, got beat just, by a better they, team. They got beat by a better team, but you know what? That better team is not supposed to lay down to allow them to win. Oh, I, yeah. and the Bills didn't do that at all. But the Bills throughout the night, throughout the night, got insanely lucky. Like every <laughs> and, and maybe luck's the wrong word, but in a game of football, there are bounces. There are things that go right for one team or the other. We talk about probably the best win of the Rivera era, or certainly one of them, was the Monday nighter in Philly last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, and they came out and played super physical and established their will, and they deserve all the credit. And Hell I yeah. think sometimes good football leads to good breaks, but they got every break that night. Yep. Dude, the Bills, just on the first drive, their first possession of the game, they had that lateral from Allen to the back on the left side, which if they had challenged that, would have gotten really interesting. I, I It looked like a lateral, but when you watch it in replay – it looked damn close, and that's a penalty and a loss of down if it yeah. goes the other way. Mm-hmm. They had two fumbles. They had multiple fumbles in that game that they got back. Yeah. That is an oblong-shaped piece of leather on a frozen field in a windy night in western New York. No, Nobody on earth controls the way that thing bounces, uh-huh. okay? That's the universe, man. Those things are, are, are beyond our our control, and they just happen to bounce back their way every time. Like, I mean, and then, you know, people are mad the dude missed the kick at the end. How about the the first kick when they got up 3-0? He bounced it in off the goalpost. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of those things happened on the first drive. That that just doesn't happen. What I notice a lot, and this is no lie, a lot of times – even the guys at this level, at the pro level, when you've been in so many competitions, we we always tell every player there's no I in team. But we're in the media, whether it's radio or TV, we make everything into a one-on-one battle, do we not? 
Yeah. We didn't say the Buffalo Bills against Kansas City. It was Pat Mahomes against Josh Allen. And guess what happens in that? Josh Allen starts trying to play Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes plays Josh Allen. But the guy that figures out early enough that I am not going to try to make this a one-on-one battle, I'm going to let my guys help me, that's the guy that wins. That, that pre, the game prior to that, I was sitting over at uh, Port City. Went over to uh, Alabama, Optima Whip place. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching that that uh, Detroit against Tampa, Tampa. game. Uh, I keep forgetting his name. Every time I think of the damn quarterback. Baker or the, Goff? Goff. Goff was just getting the ball to his guys and letting this guy help him. Baker was trying to be the guy. Okay? He was trying to throw passes that he shouldn't have been throwing. Especially, I mean, the okay. pick at the end. Yeah, he shouldn't have been throwing certain passes. But Goff realized somewhere along the way, both of those guys are first-round picks, and I've been listening to people talk about, you need Baker's on his fourth damn team, people. Let's realize that. Yes, he was drafted in the first round. He's on his fourth football team. At some point, that's about him. So It's not it's, just it's, everybody else's so, so, fault. Like, like, but I hear people trying to, like, like trying to push the, the, the first-round thing. Baker is basically just like somebody who's been jumping around, who happened to find a year to get good and do well, and he went he went farther, as far as we possibly could think. But he was trying to be a hero, and golf was just being a facilitator. You know what we call that? Got it, a manager. Sure. Okay? Managing wins. <laughs> Let's realize well, that. Talking about winning, right? You look at this Bills-Chiefs game. Landini, if one team is one of five for the game on third down and is out-possessed. The Bills had the ball 37 minutes. The Chiefs only had the ball 23 minutes. Yeah. They were one of five on third down. But you, you know what Yet, I Yet, the Chiefs were one of first downs. The they didn't get to many third they downs. Didn't go, see, and that, and that, see that's, this, is what, this is where the analytics town and the stats people, this is where you lose me. It doesn't make a difference about how good you are on third down if you don't get the third down. It doesn't make a difference if I score touchdowns at the end of drives and you get field goals. See, we could, the, the, the time of possession thing is a misnomer sometimes. If a guy gets it five times and they score in three, four minutes and they get touchdowns every time, and then you get the ball and you go a long drive, 10-minute drive, and guess what you get, a field goal. Does, that, does the time of possession even come into play then? You're scoring seven. I'm scoring three. I'm going to end up losing the game. Just like if a guy comes down and knocks down a three-pointer and you go do a layup. He knocked down a three-pointer, you do a layup. Guess what happened? You right. lose the damn game. It's like Michael Jordan's career record in game sevens. Like he, he, yeah. he, he, he in no That's way. That's where hold, I met with it. He, just, he, he's not a great game seven guy. You know why? Because they never went seven. See, a lot of times people so, go to, to the your stat point. sheet. So you saw point. the game and you know. It didn't make a difference who had the time of possession. It made a difference who was scoring the damn touchdown. Stat sheet, to your point, the Bills, more first downs, 27 to 21. The Bills were 50% on third down, 7 to 14. The Chiefs were only 1 of 5. Mm-hmm. They had the, 5 third downs. The Bills gained more net yards. The Bills ran almost double the plays. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs only ran 47 offensive plays. The Bills ran 78. But ready for the ready for the kicker here? The Chiefs averaged seven point seven yards per play. The Bills averaged four point seven. That's your dude, that, that, that's a great all those one there, stats. But, and the Chiefs were the only one with the turnover. But I ask you this question: <laughs> How many touchdowns did the Chiefs score? Uh, Pacheco had one, and Kelsey had two, so, so three. How many did the Bills score? 
Allen ran for two, threw for one. So they both had three touchdowns. Both well, had three. So why does one team have the 27 points? Well, it's 27, 24, right? Yeah. 27, one at 24. Because your guy missed a field goal. So they basically, what they did was score. What did you think points. of that fake punt in the situation, too? I think it was a bad call, and then the execution was terrible. Yeah, see, sometimes you can you can uh, overthink. Yeah, ten I'll, people I'll, on the field. You can outthink yourself, man. right? That, and, That's and like me on a golf course. It's kind of like what Jim Zorn did that time when he did the uh, swinging gate twice, back to back. I think calling it the second time was a one finger <laughs> salute I, I to think, ownership. I just think it was rather stupid. <laughs> it was certainly like, stupid. If you just tried it and you line up in the same situation, don't you think they think you're gonna do it again? I wanted to – so there's a number of things I, I want to discuss from this game. I, I, I think we need to have a Steph Diggs conversation broadly. I just don't see him being back at Buffalo next year, but we'll get to that. Um, one thing I want your opinion on, though, because people – I tweeted this out last night, and I, I think people misinterpret what I'm saying. And some of this might be because it sure seemed to me that Romo was actively rooting for Josh Allen. But Josh Allen last night finished – as the Bills' leading rusher, 12 carries, 72 yards, two touchdowns, average six yards a pop on the ground. Uh-huh. Allen is really impressive, undoubtedly. A, a great player, only getting better. He is. Um, he's also a, a the biggest guy on the field, frankly. Outside of the offensive lineman, I believe, certainly of skill position players, he's the biggest guy on the field. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I, I've met him, interviewed him. He's 6'5", 240. He is a unit. Okay? Yep. And when he runs the ball, he is not running it like Mahomes does or even like a Lamar does. Like, when Josh Allen runs the ball, he's a power runner. Yeah. He's looking to lower his shoulder. He's not scared of contact. He very, very rarely slides. And we got to stop trying to over-referee this stuff. When, When, if he actually slides, then protect him. It's a quarterback sliding. When he's in the pocket, you can't touch his head. You can't touch his knees. I get it. You protect the quarterbacks in the pocket. You protect when he starts running, he should get hit. I, that's not my issue. When he does get hit, stop saying it should be a flag. He's you know, a power for, runner. First of He's all, running let, the ball. See, this is where I get it at too. Like, like, like the defenders have to be able to make a play. Yeah, they have to be able to make a play. And and I in the game prior to that, when he went to slow down and the defensive player stopped. Run through him. Listen, if you got on helmets and shoulder pads, you should be hit just like anybody else, especially when you start running. What I look at is this. Lamar Jackson ran the ball the other day, and he rarely got touched. And when he had to run, he got down. Josh Allen puts himself in harm's way over and over again. And he's going to have to be – he'll have to watch that. So when it comes down, like you say, he was the leading rusher, a lot of times Josh is going to do what Josh feels he has to do. And sometimes it's, it's, he begins to play hero ball, okay? And I'm not saying necessarily that game, but he does that a lot, where when the other quarterbacks, they allow their guys to help them. He has to stop thinking that he got to do it all by himself because as big as Ben Roethlisberger was, by the end of his career, he was beat the hell up. Cam Newton was big, too. He got beat the hell I, up. So I don't think – so I, I tweeted this out. People were, had a lot of opinions, right? But I, I think the best comp for Allen is Cam. Honestly, big guys, power runners, big arm. I yeah. don't think Roethlisberger could move in the pocket fairly well, but he wasn't a runner like Allen is. I I, I weirdly feel like we we no, have he, this. He wasn't a runner like him, but he would take those hits and he yeah. would try to stand, yeah. throw people off of him and do excessive things. 
you are you are playing a position where you have to make sure you are available and accessible for sure. your team consistently. But all I'm saying, if he's a power runner, you're gonna get hit. Oh yeah. Stop saying that everything should be a flag. Yeah, because... the, the, the league is getting. I mean, the speaking about the league, the fans are getting soft as hell too. You know who's not getting soft? Our Ravens insider, Matt Valdez. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joins the program next. 1067 The Fan. Time to talk football. Shocker. It's kind of all we do. Um, helping us do it now, joining the program is our chief senior Ravens insider. Uh, hell, we're promoting you all the way. Baltimore Sun. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, they just got sold. Who knows what's happening up there? But they've hired you. Thank you. You have a different paper every time you come I on. I know, right? I know. <laughs> our guy, Matt Valdez, joins us. Of course, you hear him every morning on the Junks. Uh, Valdez is the official Ravens insider of the B. Mitchell Finley program. Um, what do you think about your boys, man? They look really damn uh-huh. good. Uh, I've been saying it, I think, well, I've been saying it quietly to myself um, after the Rams win where they won in overtime and they had the Tylen Wallace uh, punt return walk-off. Sure. That that was this team's Super Bowl moment, and I've been quietly confident um, since that win. And then since going into San Francisco and winning, I've said that this team's going to win the Super Bowl. I said it uh, on your program when I was talking about Mike McDonald and Anthony Weaver that I think this team's going to win the Super Bowl. And I'm not. And I'm not pressing the brakes now. This team is going to win the Super Bowl. You know what? I, I said that <laughs> in mid October, because uh-huh. remember we were debating the the Big Four at that point were still Niners, Eagles, 
Dolph- Chiefs, Dolph- Bills. Oh, yeah. Maybe Dolphins. Dolphins. Like, going into the season, mm-hmm. was the, those yeah. were the yeah. four favorites. Um, I mean, they've, they've improved as everything has gone on. And then that second half, and I know they're saying Lamar talked to the team, but ultimately when he's on, they're a problem. It's not just Lamar. The team, the team itself is playing great. Yeah. You have you have th- depth pieces on the team that are playing great. Mm-hmm. Charlie Kohler, who's the third string tight end, is making uh, a great blocks. He's making uh, a, a great pick plays uh, in the passing game. Um, he's doing all the little things up and down up and down the roster. Uh, this team has has improved. I feel like at, at every single position, these players have developed mm-hmm. throughout their career and. Uh, I feel like the time is now. They're, I think they're far and above the best team in the NFL in, in terms of offense, defense, special teams, even though it, str- it that, struggled. Yeah. yeah. Steve um, Sims. Remember yeah, him? What he did? Steve played an old trick. Hesitate. You know what happened when they hesitate a little bit? They keep running. You get a little seam. And then all of a sudden, when you take off, they have to break down, and those blockers come and just shield you. I know they. I know the Ravens were missing three pieces on the special teams unit, mm-hmm. but uh, hopefully they can get that shored up before the Kansas City game. But I feel like the, the Ravens are playing great ball. Number one defense. Uh, their offense was ranked second heading into week six. Uh, excuse me, week eighteen against Pittsburgh, where they rested everyone and played in a, a, a monsoon. Yeah. And now, and now I think they're fourth in the in the league. So I mean, they have it all. They, this team is is ready. I feel like, Thank and then you. getting the monkey off their back. Uh, this past weekend, yeah. I, I can see that they're just they're, they're ready for it. When, when you we, we talk so much about all of these offensive coaches, you just mentioned the D coordinator. Mm-hmm. They have destroyed some of the better offenses in this league. They have. Why don't they get more praise than these offensive coaches? Because I don't. Hey, as good as the offensive coaches are. They've shut down the, ma- the major ones that they play. I I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, McDonald has shut down Kyle Shanahan. He shut down Slowick twice. Slowick, Slowick was unable to uh, manage he didn't have a an touchdown off- in two games. He hasn't scored a touchdown against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, he's manhandled Ben Johnson. Um, Sean McVay, I think, was the only real coordinator to have any kind of success against against McDonald. He shut down Mike McDaniel mm-hmm. and his high flying offense. It's I, what he's doing is almost genius level, and I'm trying to not be uh, speaking hyperbole here, but what he's doing on the defensive side of the ball, disguising defenses, uh, dropping linemen back into coverage as he's blitzing off the edge, it's uh, it's a masterclass. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, dude, the, the Ravens didn't allow the Texans in the red zone the entire game. Wow. And, this is af- and this is without a sack and without a turnover. Just, they, just, like, just, think, just think about that for yeah. a second. But what they do, they, they may not sack you, but they pressure the hell out of you. They make you do things you're not ready to do. And he it makes make, you very make, uncomfortable. There you go. They make the quarterback hold on to the ball sometimes way longer than he expects. Yes. It, it, he's he's forcing the quarterback to do things uh, that, that makes the quarterback uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think that's a, a big big reason for Mike McDonald's success. And and I, I was I was worried because I feel like Slowick Slowick is a good coach. And I was worried that, you know, he'll go watch the tape and he would adjust. But it seems like McDonald had all of the adjustments ready for a slower. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with anything. It it's really remarkable. I thought Lamar in the second half was was super efficient. 
Um, mm-hmm. it, what's crazy is is Lamar and Josh Allen's stat lines are kind of similar. Won a ton of passing yardage, got a lot on the ground. Both scored twice on the ground. Well, both work seem like uh, windy, blustery conditions, sure. so it's going to be harder Bad, to pass. Cold weather, yeah. It seems like it seems like um, Lamar didn't really drive the ball down the field. I, f- I felt like the the longest routes that the receivers were doing were you know twenty five yards. I think the longest pass of the day was uh, Bateman. For like a twenty yarder, twenty one yeah. yarder. Um, what is the uh, clearly your confidence level on the Super Bowl <laughs> is is warranted? Honestly, yeah. like I, they look so damn good, I think that's warranted. What what is the vibe like for McDonald getting a job? I know a lot of people don't want to see him go. <laughs> sure, uh, you, uh, won't, you won't be able to keep him forever. I know, but um, <laughs> I think I think. Ravens fans are preparing themselves with life without Mike McDonald. They're they're kind of they're kind of saying, well, they might try and 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 get Michigan's defensive coordinator. I think his name's Minter or the the secondary coach as an in-house replacement. But well, there's so many good coaches out there now. Where I think Ravens fans are kind of hoping that the next wave, like these good coaches, will take out the wave and you can get them for another year. And maybe he'll do the Ben Johnson route. Where he wants to stay another year and maybe kind of handpick where he wants to end sure. up. Sure. So well, let me, I, I'm curious. Like, there's a misnomer that maybe you're the producer. Like, you know as much football as all of us, right? Like, we're, you're okay. you are locked in on your squad, right? I think I I think I single handedly know the most Ravens football at the station. That's why you're our yeah. Ravens insider. <laughs> we don't, we didn't hire you for nothing. We might pay you nothing, but we didn't hire you for nothing. Uh-huh. We hired you for a lot. Um, <laughs> just get nothing in return. Yeah. You have watched the skins be a disaster for yes. years, and yeah, I yeah. think you've enjoyed a lot of it. Uh, uh, not really. It, it, uh, at first. At first, it, it it was kind of funny. Now it's just that's not it's not that funny anymore. You know what I yeah, mean? It, it's almost like um like someone's sick. You feel sorry for them. That's that's kind of how how I feel right now. Because thinking about it, I've been working with the junks for fourteen years. I haven't really seen any kind of success in Washington. Right. And I know it's got to I know it's got to eat at Commanders slash Redskins fans that kind of see it like an hour away. Just an organization thriving like this. So let me ask you then, um, I. And I, Brian, I think you agree with me here. I, I am firmly of the belief that this organizational reset led by Josh Harris, led by competent professional ownership, hiring a GM, going and getting a guy like Peters that it has the pedigree anyway that, that looks like the real deal. I think they're doing it right. And I think mm-hmm. I think this will be a legitimate change for the organization. Considering that and considering more than likely they're going QB at number two. Yep. How important do you think it is they hire an offensive guy to groom that quarterback? How important do you think it is you just find the right guy? Is it Mike McDonald? Like, like um, we, we talked about this last time. I, I don't think it needs to be offensive or defensive. Mm-hmm. I think you want a head coach that you can relate to the players with. Um, someone who can teach, someone who is able to, to talk to them. I, I think you need more of um, a CEO type. Someone to run the team, run the organization, be the face of the franchise, uh, be good with the media. Um, I I think the X's and O's of it is a side is a side piece to it. I think it'd be it's great to have it, but first and foremost, I feel like you need a CEO type. You need a leader. You need uh, Dan Campbell. You need a John Harbaugh. Yeah. You need I, a Mike Tomlin. 
I mean, if you go through the four teams, that it's are not. Left. It's not like they don't know football. But yeah. I need. I need a. I need a coach who's been like can relate to the players. The four teams that are left. Andy Reid was offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he understands quarterbacking. He gets the best people to help him out with him. Mm-hmm. You go to Kyle Shanahan. He coaches and calls his plays in that sense. Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell is not getting on quarterback ready. The offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, is getting that quarterback ready. You flip it over and you go to John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is a defensive side of the ball, special team type guy, but he has somebody else coaching up Lamar and getting him done. Yeah. So when you look and you look at the whole deal, it's not necessarily about the offensive coach getting the quarterback ready. It's the best leader you can get for your team, and whoever's going to be working directly with that quarterback needs to be a good guy. You know, if you go to defensive coach, let's be let's be let's say if, they, if Ben goes somewhere and you get a defensive coach, you make damn sure that that offensive coordinator has some level of expertise to be able to handle that quarterback. It doesn't have to be the head coach. Yeah, and I'm not saying Mike McDonald doesn't – and Ben Johnson probably knows more about defense than than uh, some of the players. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like he doesn't know yeah. anything about defense. But I, I first, and, first and foremost, I want a, I want a guy that can that can motivate my team. That's that's what I'm looking for most. And to be honest with you, if your team's good – you're gonna you're gonna have coordinators. You're gonna have coaches plucked away. Right. It's just it's gonna happen. Just like um, if if you uh, if your team wins the Super Bowl and players hit free agency, these players are gonna sign with other teams. You can't just re-sign every right. single player that that comes up at the end of their contract. Well, I, I also think it's the same way look, with coaches. So I, I've been tweeting out some of your quotes. It, Congratulations to the world. Valdez is back on Twitter, at least for a, a, a brief glimmer there. Yes, for um, uh, for a little bit. So I just got this reply from Ted Allen. He says, once again, you need an offensive head coach because if you have a defensive coach and the OC is good, he will be gone in a year or two. So by that, that's also this assumption that everything's going to be good. So, so by but that what, logic, what the hell makes you think that's going to happen? By that lo- so by that logic, that means CJ Stroud is going to suck next year because slow because slow has gone. People make themselves believe that because the offensive minded coaches push so much, but let's just be real. What if you get a uh, defensive coach, and that defensive coach gets a very good offensive coordinator? He has to go get another one if that guy leaves. Players are not so stuck on one person that they're going to – you need to have the right person in place. Like a lot of times we talk about – How much has it changed in Kansas City with an offensive head coach? They've changed so much, but they still have success. If you got the right dude at quarterback, it can work for you. I still think Johnson's the higher here. I just think some of this, like, this mindset is just people are, like, just buying into a, a rather flawed theory. Because here's the other part of it. If Ben Johnson leaves, if Slowick leaves, right, they're not – people are like, oh, the quarterback has to learn a new offense. No, they don't. They can keep running <laughs> yes. the same you offense. Know what, bro? They can you keep know the same verbiage. Well, well, the person who says all the thing about how tough it is, are the coaches that are trying to make you that they're make you think that they're, they're the offensive defense is great? It is not hard to learn football. Once you are adept at it, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Just like when uh, you see people hiring, they don't care if you have a degree in the field you want to work in. They just care if you have a degree because they know you can dedicate yourself to right. it. It's not that difficult to learn different offenses. My my, my pro- unless you're absolutely stupid. My my <laughs> my problem is <laughs> is that so the people that are pounding the table for Ben Johnson, they want him. Because he's such a great coordinator, and I under and I understand that his offense is productive. Uh, he looks great. The team the the team looks great. But there's a coordinator out there that that buried him. 
Like, why would you not want the coordinator that outdueled him? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I, I if, if, you, if you have diff, if you have these two options and one has one has humbled the other, all right, the one held him to ten points, seven of which were a garbage touchdown with six minutes to go in week eight. Mm-hmm. Why would you not want the one guy that obviously beat the heck out of the other? You guy? know why? Because the, and, and that, the that's world what has make. gone pro offense. That's, that's what, what I, I like, Johnson. I, I want it to be Johnson. I think the DC hire is critical, but if it's McDonald. And then you got to find an offensive guy. Cool with me, because that guy seems we, like an we've absolute pro stud. They just look at everything in football is dedicated to the offense. We got to go. Landville's going to flip out. Okay, Eleven sorry. o'clock. We're talking. Who's interviewed with the Commanders? Brian Mitchell here, and I always demand excellence, whether I'm on or off the field. And if your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for Rude. Thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to two thousand dollars in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I've had I have three Rude 18 series inverter heat pumps firing my home, and it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D.com and see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. If it ain't Rude. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It ain't right. Speaking of hands. I don't even know why. I like talking ball with Valdez. Now he's wildly cocky about his Ravens, but... Kind of got good reason it, it, for it right now. You're supposed to be. Yeah. Hell, they're playing great. I mean, they really are. I also liked, I had to tweet that out. B-Mitch said, it's not that hard to learn different offenses unless you're stupid. <laughs> it's the truth. I mean, listen, bro. I understand. And, and I think people have to realize that there is a certain aspect where coaches are trying to make their stuff more difficult and better than everybody else. So they talk about how difficult it is to learn their offense. Self-preservation, I left baby. here. From a North Turner's offense, which was simple to call. And I went to Andy Reid's offense. was like you're going there to learn basically, you know, uh, trying to get a damn uh, doctorate degree. North pl- plays would have tops, seven words. Andy plays started at 10 words. Okay? A lot of them are 15 to 20 words. So, but once you hear it, it's all repetition, you know, we, we do this stuff. When you're studying for stuff in school and you constantly read something, all of a sudden you just know it. The same thing comes with the offense because you have to realize you don't have to listen to the whole play. You have to listen to the play that's dedicated for you. The part of the play that's dedicated for you, you get that in your role. So, mm. Sean McVay went to L.A. Um, in 2017. Installed a new offense. First mm-hmm. year there, 
they had the top offense in the NFL scoring. They had mm-hmm. the top score. Like, you can learn new offenses. Is it verbiage? Yes. Is it another thing you have to do? Yes. But, like, it's not this impossible hurdle. Let me ask you this question. How many years has Sloick been at uh, Houston? One. And the quarterback was there one year, right? And he did learn the offense last year that he probably knew back and forth from Ohio State. How did he look this year? Looked pretty damn good. Well, and <laughs> so I hear people say it all the time when we hear a new coach coming into a a deep uh, uh, NFL team. Every quarterback that's learned an offense for four years now, maybe had two coaches in the uh, in college, they come to the NFL and have to learn something new. They don't bring their offensive playbook with them, and they just install that. They have to learn something new. So let's understand, this is their profession. The problem is we don't look at football players, basketball players, as professionals. We look at them and, oh, they're playing a sport. But when you're working at one job and you go to another, they have different uh, sayings, and you learn it real quick, don't you? If you want to keep a damn job, you're going to learn it or you're going to get fired. Steph Diggs. Yeah. You feel like he's played his last game in Buffalo? Possibly. It it has seemed off up there with with Steph in that situation. Not like I I, I don't know. I don't want to speak to it, but the contract, there's no guaranteed money. Um, you know, it's it's the first time they can kind of they could create some cap savings if they do a post June one cut there. Mm-hmm. Diggs is also a great player, and you don't like to be in the business of losing great players. But, you know, I I feel like the Bills fans, with him not catching that one bomb, are going to kind of turn. I don't know, man. It just feels like he's played his last game in Buffalo. But that's the whole thing about it. Like, you know, even though he's done nothing but go for a The ball hit him in the forearm, did it not? Hit him on his forearm. Like yeah, that. I mean it went in his hands. Yeah, the whole thing is like every play, every catch is not easy too. So I I would hope that the people in the Buffalo Bills organization, if you have decided to let go and move on, do that. Don't do it because he missed a play and the fans say do it. I agree with you there. He hasn't caught a touchdown since that uh loss in Philly on Thanksgiving. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a long damn really the second half of the season, his numbers took a big old dip. He started out red hot still, though. I mean, Steph Diggs, almost 1200 yards receiving eight touchdowns. I mean, since he's gotten to Buffalo in a down year, he did that, dude, since he's gotten to (laughs) Buffalo, B. 1,535 receiving yards, 1,225 receiving yards, 1,429 receiving yards, 1,183 receiving yards. And touchdowns, 8, 10, 11, 8. Uh, he's incredibly he had productive. eight touchdowns that he hadn't scored since Thanksgiving. Yes. Hmm. Dude, I mean, he started out so red hot. <laughs> he went 10 for a buck 2 and a touchdown in the opener. Week 3 here, he went for 111, no scores. The Dolphins game where Bills beat Miami up there, he had three touchdowns in that game. Mm. Went for 120, another 120 against the Jags, another 100 against the Giants. I mean, listen to this, B. He finished with eleven, almost 1,200 receiving yards. He hasn't had a 100-yard game since week six. Mm. He hasn't had a 100-yard receiving game since October. Mm. It's gold. 
<laughs> it's cold as hell. October 15th feels like a different world. <laughs> it's very, very, very On cold. On October 15th, the, the commanders were probably still flirting with the wild card spot. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.